The audio you are about to hear has been extracted from a YouTube live. Peace, True Tribe. I am Zara Harrison, helping you remember that love doesn't lie or expect you to live one. So on this channel, I basically am talking mostly to people who want to break free from toxic relationships or toxic mindsets. And you know what? While I'm on that point, I forgot my water. While I'm on that point, I want to emphasize that because some people say, you know, well, I don't think it takes all of that or I don't have to do all of that. And I want to just want you to be mindful of, you know, what this channel's purpose is for. Uh, it's in the about section. I talk about it often, but it's for people in toxic relationships or toxic mindsets and not just romantic relationships. It can be family relationships, work relationships, and offering encouragement to help you break free from that because that's not the most highest best for us, right? And so you have to treat a toxic person a little bit different than someone who is just maybe, you know, annoying or someone that maybe frustrates you, right? A tox something that's toxic is what? Poisonous. So we treat something that's poisonous a little bit different than something that's not necessarily poisonous, but maybe it's just something we don't like. So for example, say you're in a relationship, you're in a friendship with someone, right? And they annoy you because every time they eat, they smack. Well, I don't want to do that sound because that sound is so annoying. But every time they eat, they make this smacking sound. That's really annoying, but it's not necessarily toxic. It's not poisonous. It's not going to cause you to deal with depression, anxiety, uh, certain thoughts that, you know, basically kill your soul. A toxic person literally can kill your soul and they start with your mind and they use that relationship to do it. So if that's not you, then sometimes you will think that the things that I talk about are maybe, you know, too much, or maybe you don't have to, it doesn't take that much, or you don't have to approach it in that way. And you're right in certain circumstances, right? Like if you're not dealing with someone who's toxic, you're right. You don't have to approach them in the same way as you would someone who's toxic. So this channel is for us to defeat our own toxic mindsets or we're in relationships with people who are toxic. Peace, Tiffany Moore. So I just want to make that clear so that when you hear these tips, you understand that that is pretty much who I'm talking to most of the time. Okay. So in this video, I wanted to talk about three things. If you see these three things, you don't want to trust this person. Okay. If these three things show up, these are red flags. These are signs that you want to be careful giving this person your trust, right? So people have to prove themselves trustworthy in order for us to trust them. And so if you see these red flags or these signs, they're telling you with their behavior, it's not probably not a good idea to trust them because it may bring some kind of strife in your life. It may bring some kind of sin in your life. It's going to bring something in your life that is not necessarily the spirit of the most high. And you want to be careful. Now, am I saying that you have to just, you know, totally rid this person free of your entire life? Sometimes. Sometimes. Um, other times it is something that maybe you need to confront. 
maybe you need to have a conversation with them about. And if they are repentant and they acknowledge what you're bringing to the table and they work on changing that, then you can walk alongside them and hold them accountable to that thing that they're saying they want to change. If they deny it, they say they're not doing it, you want to be careful of someone like that, okay? So I just want to set the foundation for that. And I wanted to apologize for Ramona. Ramona, I'm sorry, she's not in here right now. I'm sorry, Ramona. I apologize, Ramona. The last live that I did, I said I was going to try to put something together uh, because you were off of work and I didn't know. And I got so caught up because I'm teaching, you know, online, I'm coaching, I'm doing some stuff behind the scenes and it literally slipped my mind until last night. So I went into the previous live that I did to look at your comment, to see the date that you put down for when you had to go back to work. And I was like, shoot, I think it was the 21st and today is the 23rd. So my bad, Ramona. I apologize for that. Um, I wanted to, to do something and it just didn't work out like that. But anyway, three things. If you see these three things, it's telling you, you know, the most high. <laughs> Oftentimes we get caught up in stuff and peace, Fantasia. We get caught up in stuff and then we're like, how did I get in this? I don't understand. You know, why am I here? We make all these complaints and have all these problems and we're like, da, 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 da. and most times, if not all, the most high through his Ruach Kakadash has shown us or revealed to us red flags. We choose to ignore them. And a red flag, I did a, a what kind of love is this podcast episode on that to help you realize like what a red flag is. It, is. it is there for your protection. It's something that the Most High gives us because he's protecting us from something that if we ignore the red flag, it's gonna happen to us. And so a lot of times we find ourselves in these life circumstances, we don't realize how we got there because we ignore red flags. And sometimes maybe we don't even know what a red flag is and that's why we ignored it, but nevertheless, we ignored it. So three things. The first thing, if you see this in a person or this is in, in the relationship, you want to recognize it as a red flag and you don't want to give them your trust. You know, you want someone to earn your trust, to prove themselves trustworthy before you just give it away and blindly believe any and everything and then find yourself in foolish decisions. Right. And one of the first thing is, is um, they're malicious with their tongue. They're malicious with their tongue. And so the word of Yah says that there is life and death in the tongue. Like this little thing can control people's whole lives. And some people use that little tiny thing in their mouth to destroy other people's lives, right? I put a post up on my Zara Royalty YouTube community tab. And it says, uh, I shared the a scripture from the book of uh, Shalomah or Solomon. And it says, for into a malicious soul, wisdom shall not enter. And it's two parts to that scripture, but I'm gonna just stop there because that's, that's enough. For into a malicious soul, wisdom shall not enter. So wisdom, when it sees a person 
who inhabits maliciousness inside of them. They're a malicious person, meaning they use their tongue to harm the lives of other people. And you may not see a physical harm, but they sabotage their rep reputation. They um, target someone against, they want, they target a specific person and they make sure everybody else tries to see that person in this one way. And they're malicious in it. They don't want them to see them in a good way. They want them to see them in a negative light. So a malicious, a malicious person, that if that inhabits the soul of a person, that's just in and embodies a person. When wisdom sees that, it says, I'm not going in there. Uh-uh, I'm not going in there. Y'all ever seen like a toddler and, you know, many, many years ago, you know, when people celebrate scary uh, seasons in life, you know, I remember being younger and it was like, you know, haunted houses and, you know, stuff like that. And you would go to these carnivals, these places like that. And a little child, they would walk up and they would look and they'd be like, I'm not going. Like they start crying. Like, I'm not going in there. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I don't celebrate Halloween anymore and none of that stuff like that. But just to give you an example, when a toddler or a baby or even an older child sees something like that, something that's scary, a haunted house, and they don't know what's inside yet, but just from the outside and just the energy that they feel, they like, I'm not going in there. The noises, what comes from that place, they, ah, like they back up. That's what wisdom does to people who inhabit maliciousness. So like in the Sefer, the wisdom, the book of the wisdom of Solomon, for into a malicious soul, wisdom shall not enter, right? Lauren Menifee, I'm going to read your comment in one minute. I just, y'all know when I stop, then I forget my thought. <laughs> but for into a malicious soul, wisdom shall not enter. To lack wisdom is a terrible, terrible, terrible thing. You, that's not something that you want to lack. You need it to decide and discern. You need the wisdom of Yah. Now, there's the wisdom of man, and there's wisdom, you know, in the world. You know, some people have wisdom of the world, but that is nothing like the wisdom of the Most High Yah. That wisdom is a secret wisdom. That wisdom helps you see things that the world cannot see, helps you process life, and see life and people and circumstance with eyes that the world cannot see. So you want you want that wisdom. And I was talking to my husband about this scripture recently because I was like, you know, I will often ask myself when I would run into people that were supposed to be elders. And I'm like, oh, they didn't know this or why didn't they know that? Or, you know, their understanding just wasn't there. I don't understand how I was older than them. And they're the elder, but there, there were principles and, you know, biblical, basic biblical principles that they didn't understand when I tried to have a conversation with them. It was just like, well, they were void of it. And this scripture helped me make so much sense of why, because it says for into a malicious soul, soul of a person, body, mind, it's nine o'clock. body, mind, heart, all that is maliciousness inside of that person's soul. It says wisdom is like that child that don't want to go in that demonic haunted house. I'm not going in there. Wisdom sees that and it backs up. I'm not going into that. The wisdom of the most high, I, should, I will say. 
sees that and it's like, I'm not going in there. And so when I thought about, you know, the concept of an elder and how most people think just because someone is older or they are your elder, that they have wisdom. And unfortunately, it's not true. Just because someone is older than you and is your elder does not mean they have, they may have the world's wisdom, but the wisdom of the most high sometimes will be void from them. And it's often because there is maliciousness in them, or it says um, that wisdom won't dwell in the body that is subject to sin. Subject to it means it is under the discretion of sin. And that made so much sense to me because I'm like, oh, when I thought about certain people who were older than me in my life, they have they spread malicious gossip. They constantly gossip maliciously talking about people to hurt their reputation or how people perceive them. And um, they were subject to sin. I mean, that in itself is a sin, but other sins. And that is why the wisdom was not there. They were void of wisdom that I wanted. Like, I'm like, you're older than me. You're an elder. I want wisdom from you. Tell me what you know from the most high. And it was not there. And I, for a long time, I couldn't understand why it wasn't there. And this is one of the reasons. And this is the type of person you don't want to trust. A person who is malicious. Okay. Peace, Loretta. A person who is malicious. They are telling you through their maliciousness, their malicious acts, like using their tongue to target a specific person and make everyone see them in a negative way to create an environment that shapes someone to look negatively. They're using their tongue for harm. Our tongue can be used for life or death, good or evil. They're using it for death and for evil. And some people think, well, nobody died. Well, you're, you're killing the reputation. They're killing a reputation of someone. They are evil against the soul and the humanity of another person by lying about them, saying things that didn't happen. That's malicious when you use your tongue in a way that is not truthful and you want to shape and set up the circumstance to present this person in, an, in a light that is not true right? That is one thing. If you see that, don't trust that person. You can't trust them because they're probably going to be malicious against you. They're going to bring danger and harm and strife to your life. Now, you know, every, some people that behave that way, you may not cut them out of your life, but you definitely want to ask Yah, how do I handle this person? Do I confront them and how do I hold them accountable if they want to be held accountable? Like, what do I do? Because when you don't do that, you'll find yourself somehow caught up in these situations and experiences and you don't know how you got there. And it's because you got caught up with the malicious tongue or the malicious person. And now you find yourself doing things and y'all holding you accountable to things that you didn't kind of maybe realize you were doing often because you were caught up in that energy and in that environment and in that group. And we have to be really careful about that. We don't give people like that our trust. It is a sign of danger. So either we got to put some distance or separation between that, 
while we're asking y'all how to handle it and what to do about it, but to just be be around it, you start to become like it. Scripture says, don't be deceived. It's going to corrupt you. Okay? So that's one thing. If you see that, don't trust that person. They are not worthy of your trust. They have to correct that before you can give them a certain level of trust. Second, if you see this, this person should not be trusted or this relationship should not be trusted. If you see this second thing, and that is they break boundaries, they break boundaries. So you've had a conversation with them. You know, we've talked about this in True Tribe Challenge and, uh, you know, you confront them and you want to hold them accountable to something and they agree. They agree to that, but then they keep breaking it intentionally. Now, I don't mean, you know, unintentionally, but intentionally they are breaking the boundaries. So, um, for example, say you have you say you confront someone and you do the truth challenge and you confront someone and you say, uh, Say it's about gossip. You say you gossip about this person and I think we should stop talking about them. And they agree. You say, you know what? You're right. I've been gossiping for so long. I don't even realize it's gossip no more. I thought I was just sharing information. Right. And they say, okay, you meet with them next weekend and they start talking about the person again. And you say, I, I, we said we wasn't doing that. And then they say, I mean, you still on that. Da, 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 da. And it turned into a whole thing. They just broke the boundary because they agreed and now they're breaking it. So you come to an agreement and you're on one accord, but then suddenly they don't want to do it anymore. They break it. Or sometimes they act like they don't know what they did. That wasn't that. I don't what what you meant that you meant it that way. But when you had the agreement, it was clear. And now all of a sudden, they're just breaking the boundary as if you never had that conversation. This is someone you want to be careful of giving your trust to. Another thing with people that break boundaries, um, they have an issue with personal space. And they kind, of, they kind of like when you don't enforce consequences of their behavior. Like they, they find enjoyment in that. Like they're like, oh, they, they set that boundary you know, some people will literally test you to see if you're going to uphold and enforce what you said that you were to see if you're really serious. Some people will push the boundary. They'll push the mark just to see. And if you don't uphold it, then they know not to take you seriously. They know you're not, I can still, I can treat you however I want to treat you. You're not going to have enough self-worth to hold me accountable. You're just going to let me keep doing it. Right? So... Um, they don't respect personal space. And that means say, for example, like one of my friends, one of my close friends, she, one of the things I really love about her is she knows, she knows how I am. Like she knows that's Zara. And I'm not talking about unhealthy behaviors. Cause if just because someone behaves unhealthily doesn't mean that's just how they are. And we excuse it. I'm talking about, these are things that don't, infect her or they don't they're not toxic or they're not unhealthy these are these are just ways about my personality that may not fit for every friendship you know but for ours it fits 
And one of those things is she knows that, you know, when I am trying to process something, it, it might take me a while to get back to her. She's not the type of friend who's like, well, you didn't get back to me. And I've had past, highlight the word past relationships, where friendships, where people didn't understand that and they would kind of bully me into being on their timeline, right? And I respect time. So I'm not talking about like, you know, uh, just let me do what I want and come in your life in and out when I, as I please. I'm not talking about that. That's not respectful. But when I'm processing something or I'm going through a certain pain or I'm working with uh, certain people who require a certain isolation socially for me, um, often I have to withdraw. And it, it comes with the anointing that I have. And it took me a while to learn that about myself because I didn't, at first I thought it was wrong, but I had to learn that this is a part of the anointing that Yahuwah, the most high Yahuwah gave me, right? So sometimes if I'm helping someone or I'm helping a, like my own family or myself, I withdraw and not in an unhealthy way. I usually let people know I'm withdrawing if I'm close to them, um, and this is something my husband knows about me. This is something my children know about me. And I withdraw and isolate so that I can get really full of the most high. I'm talking about almost overflowing because that's what it's going to require for a task that Yah is sending me to or a person that Yah is sending me to. And so one of the things about being online is that everybody can't see your life off of line. And so they may assume that you're free and you're available and you just have time because you were online today and it doesn't work like that. And so one of my close friends that I have, what I love about her is she'll never bully or force me into contact with her or like make it into this thing where I have to, we friends, so I don't know, you know, she's like so loving and understanding and she gets who I am and I get who she is like there are things about her that I don't necessarily you know not that I, don't, I understand it but it's not something that I deal with or wrestle with so I'm like you know I wish this was different but it's not and I get that that's the way she has to do that as long as it's not harming her or others I get that that's the way she has to do that and it's the same with me I get that that's the way Zara has to do that my assignment and my calling doesn't require that of me, but it requires that of Zara. And that's one of the things I love about her is that she understands what's required of me in order to, to fulfill what Yah has called me to do. But I've had relationships with people where they don't understand that and it uh, bothers them and it upsets them that I can't relate to them the way they want me to relate to them. And that is very draining for me and I will usually um, kind of put some distance in that relationship because my assignment to Yah is more important than what makes you comfortable down here. You know, it's a higher thing that he's doing. And anything, anyone that gets in the way of that is a threat to what Yah, the most high is doing, not what I am doing. And so back to number two, they break boundaries. So if my friend was like, girl, I hear all of that, but I need you to do this right now. Or I'm trying to talk, or I'm trying to do it, or we going here, da 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 
and it, it would be like, ooh, that's, that's too much for me, you know? Like, that's, that might not be too much for somebody else, but that's too much for me. That's a personal boundary for me. That's a boundary for my life. And so we all have different boundaries. We all require something different to function healthily in life. And when someone attacks that or they don't understand that, they will break the boundary if they don't respect you or what Yah has called you to. Or maybe you're called to healing at this phase in your life. And we talked about that in the True Tribe Challenge. And it's like um, the, the online participant was like, you know, I'm kind of like got this thing, like get back, get back because I'm healing right now. And I know the enemy is trying to send people while I'm healing, which happens. When the enemy knows you're healing, here it comes. It's coming. You know what I'm saying? And so if you're called to even healing at a certain time, you have to set up certain boundaries. And people that just break them, they don't respect them, they attack them, they accuse you. That's the spirit of the enemy, the accuser of the brethren. They're not safe for you because Yah's giving you an assignment and they are distracting you from that. So when you see a person that just wants to break your boundaries and they don't even they don't even stop to have a conversation to to try to get understanding for why you're doing what you're doing. Why do you have to do that th this way? I mean, ooh, it's really a good friend when you don't even have to explain it. They understand it, um, which is my one friend. She's like that. She just she gets it. I don't even really have to explain myself. That, that's a beautiful friendship. You don't have to explain yourself all the time. But. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you got to explain it because people, they have respect for your boundaries. They just don't understand. And they're like, is it me or am I doing it? And you're like, no, no, let me let me explain to you why this is how I have, why I have to do this this way. And then they respect it. But if you explain that and they still break it, they're still doing things to trespass against that, that line that you set up because it, it's, it's there for a healthy purpose, not an unhealthy purpose, but it's there for a healthy purpose they're dangerous and you don't want to trust them with your time and your energy and your life. You want to be careful with a person like that. They're going to rob you of your energy and they will, uh, they could be sent from the enemy to distract you from, you know, the target that you're trying to meet. And it will be dangerous to your soul. It will be dangerous to your soul. So again, one, they're malicious and one way you can tell they're malicious is they use their tongue to target someone and make everyone see them in a certain light. So gossip, they gossip. Um, that's a dangerous person to give your time and your attention to. Some people want to change. If you tell them that and they say they want to change and you can hold them accountable to it, don't trust them yet. Let them prove that true. But hey, that's great. If not, ask the most high. Two, they break boundaries. You've made it clear that this is what I need to have a healthy mind and heart. You may not need that same thing, but I need you to understand that this is what I need. And they respect that. Thumbs up. They break it. Thumbs down. Don't trust them with your time and your life. Be careful. And then the last thing is mystery. Mystery. So just so y'all know, I don't know what's going on in my chat. If you're leaving a, a comment live, it's like it pops and it goes away like really fast. Normally it kind of stays and it goes up, but it's like glitching and stuff. So if I'm not saying something to you, that's why I don't know what's going on. And the head count, it keeps saying zero and then going. It's I don't know what's going on with it. Um, 
But a third thing, if you see this, mystery. They always remain a mystery. You're around them, you know, for a reasonable amount of time, and you still don't know nothing about them. You don't know nothing about them. They don't really share anything about themselves that is personal. You want to be careful trusting a person like that because they're withholding information from you for a reason. It could be that they are, you know, something happened and they just, they're cautious of sharing with people. Uh, but I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about they're deliberate in making sure that they withhold information from you and they remain a mystery to you. Be careful with people like that because usually they're really good at lying. They're usually liars. And they usually um, are in some kind of sin that they have to hide. And so they remain a mystery that they feel they have to hide. They don't necessarily have to hide it, but they feel that they have to hide it. Sorry, y'all. I told y'all my light keeps going on and off. I think it was a short in the plug. But they feel like they have to hide it. And so that's a sign not to trust someone because how are you going to be in a healthy relationship with someone who withholds information, especially that may be important to the relationship? Like they just, they don't really talk about what they're dealing with or going through. And for some people, they may not do it because you're always telling them and you never ask them how they are. But on the flip side of that, it could be that they are just being mysterious because they're hiding something. They're hiding some sin or some lie or some something they're hiding. And you talk to them. You say, I want to really, I want to get to know you more. Like, what's this about? How does this go? And they just, they just, yeah. They, they don't really tell you. They say, ah, you know, yeah. And you're like, what is up? I mean, it could be they don't like you and they don't want to get personal with you. But if you keep hanging around them and you find yourself always sharing with them, but they don't really often share with you, what is that about? Something's going on. So that's something to consider and to think about. Okay? So that I got to wrap that up because I have to get ready to do something. Um, so those are three things that you want to consider. If you see those three things, that is a sign. It could, and it, I'm not saying that this is the, the end all be all. It's definitely more than that. You know, I could go, I could go on. But these are three things that I wanted to share with you today to consider. If they're malicious, they aim to target people against someone, for example, or they gossip. If they break boundaries, and so that means they don't respect personal space, and they kind of like it when you don't enforce your consequences. They're testing you to see if you're going to allow them to break the boundary they just agreed that they wouldn't break. And then when they do it, you don't do anything about it. They, and they, they kind of get a joy in that. They like that. They're like, ooh, good. You're not getting healthy. I want you to stay broke like me. Be careful with trusting them. And they remain a mystery. And I'm not talking about somebody you don't know. I'm talking about somebody you know, you hang with, you see them, you're hanging around them. They accept the invitations to hang out. But when you hang out, they don't, they don't really divulge any of their things that they're working through in their heart, things that they might be struggling with or dealing with, you know, they just, they don't, they don't do that. 
And, I, and I'm not, people don't need to do that like the first, second, third time you hang with them, you know, unless they're just a transparent person like that. Some people are just so transparent the first conversation they're doing that. But I'm talking about you've had a number of occasions of conversations and they still don't do that. Be careful trusting them because they're probably holding something, hiding something. And people that hide sin and cover up sin, usually you need to be careful with trusting them with your information and your time and your resources and your life. All right, so those are three things to consider. And I wanted to also update y'all, let y'all know the Mind Over Matter um, workbook, The I was creating a, well, I created a course for it but some of the videos got messed up and I have to reshoot them. I'm gonna try to reshoot. I don't know if I'm gonna reshoot the whole thing over or just the parts that messed up, but I got kind of caught up because like I said, I've been teaching online and then coaching and the new season and coaching is starting, but I let some people start earlier than others. And I just, I have some things that I needed to really focus on to make sure I really gave my attention to those people and those things. Um, and so I had to put some stuff on the back burner so that I could, like I just talked about earlier, how I am with my other friend, I have to withdraw so I can get certain, so I can really fill up and hear what y'all wants me to do about this for this person. Everybody doesn't require that. You know what I'm saying? Some people don't, um, need that, that they just don't need that. But I'm just, I'm one of those people that needs that. So I had to withdraw from my other activities and focus on what I had in front of me. Now that I'm kind of getting more of a rhythm with them and I kind of know what they need and what they require of me and what I need to do just by the Ruach, I have a little bit of space left. So I'm going to try to record that today and then try to get that out. I'm not going to say when, but I'm gonna try to get it out soon because I know some of you have, they, you got the Mind Over Matter workbook and you've said that it's been a blessing and it's like really helped you. Um, you didn't necessarily request a video, but I know that some people struggle because they're visual learners and they need to see somebody kind of show them how it works. So that's, I wanna do that for those people. So I will be doing that. And um, this light is really whack. So I'll be doing that. And Truth Tribe Challenge, I think five. This light is, you see how it just comes on? Truth Tribe Challenge number five will be coming in April. That's what I wanted to talk about. True Tribe Challenge, not True Tribe Challenge, another thing, but while I'm selling this thought, True Tribe Challenge number five is coming up in April. And the, the last week in March, I will be sending out an email if you want to be an on-air participant. So look out for that email. Second, this Sunday, um, so I do Dearly Beloved sessions with uh, people, adults. I was going to say just women, but men can be in the group too. If you're a married couple or whatever, you can be in the group. Um, but right now it's mostly women. Uh, the Dearly Beloved sessions I do, I also have a teen edition, so to speak. And that's going to be starting on Sunday. So if you have a teenager between the ages of 13 and 16, they can participate in the Dearly Beloved group support group sessions and is um, really catered towards journaling and expressing emotions. 
So you'll get a prompt, you'll journal, we'll talk about it, and then they can express in a safe space thoughts and emotions around whatever that theme is that I'm presenting for that specific group. So if you have a teenager or you know of a teenager who you feel would benefit from something like that, um, that is facilitated by someone with experience on helping you deal with emotions and stuff like that, um, consider that. Uh, look on my community tab. I left the link there. Or you can go to ZaraHarrison.com, hit the, hit the help me link menu link and look through that list and you can find more information about that so that you are prepared. Um, you do have to send an email to RSVP and I think the reminder email either goes out today or tomorrow. So if you didn't, if you don't respond to that email, you'll probably miss the session and it's only once a month. Um, so I would say make sure that you get on the email list by today so that you'll get that that email when it goes out to reserve for that session. And a parent has to attend with the child for the first session only. The sessions after that, leave your child alone. Don't be sitting there hounding over them and hovering over them. Let them be in the group and participate without your interference. But the first group, I want the parents there so that everyone's on one accord on how it should go. And you know, this is children, so I wanna make sure that the parents feel uh, heard and understood as well as far as uh, whatever concerns they have about the privacy of the group and stuff like that. So that will be Sunday at noon Eastern, dearly beloved teens. Okay. And what else was it? I think it was something else that I wanted to share, but I can't remember. Oh, my coaching calendar opens up on uh, in April, well, if I'm if I already accepted you early, then you're already on it. But um, when I say a new coaching season, that means for the most part, whoever I was working with, that season is over, and now there's space for more people. And so, this light is tripping. Where my husband at? And so, um, the my coaching season has ended. The previous one, a new one is starting. It has started for some people, mainly people that I, you know, that I've kind of already talked to. They don't really need a discovery call because they've been using my resources. I kind of get a feel for them. They're showing me that they're ready to do the work. Some of those people, I let them come on early. Um, but if I don't really know you like that, I, I'm not really sure where you are as far as your work ethic is concerned. That will require a discovery, what I call a discovery call. On the discovery call, I will ask you some questions, which will help me then take that to y'all to see if this is a match for me to work with you because we're not called to everybody and we're not called to everything. So I am not called to any and everybody that wants to work with me or says that I have a problem, you should help me. I'm not called to everything and everyone. So I do the discovery call to see who I am called to and if this is a match. And so that calendar is open. It's been closed for so many months. And April 17th, it closes again and it won't open back up until probably like September to get on that specific calendar. So if you want, if you're ready to do the work, I'm talking about don't waste my time. I'm talking about I don't really play when it comes to that. When it comes to helping you meet 
goals or targets that you believe y'all want you to meet, but you're having some trouble finding your way or being held accountable to the steps, or you tried it on your own and you were diligent and you were consistent, but you feel like you need someone who has certain resources and tools that you're not necessarily aware of to walk alongside you and help you get there. But you're ready, you're diligent, you're committed. You have asked Yah, is this the person I should work with? Let your will be done. You are already taking steps. You have already used some of my, one, at least one of my resources. You have an idea of, of who you're trying to work with, not just because that's Ishan's wife or this or that. Like you have an idea on like, this is something that she offers that I need. Not, oh, let me just do this because that might be fun. No, diligent work, eth diligence, work ethic, petitioning y'all, not conscious of my time. Because I'm not trying to work with people that are not serious. I don't have time for that. And I don't say that in a way to hurt your feelings. I say that factually. I have too many things that Yah has me working on to play around with someone who's not serious about doing the work and making the decisions and setting the boundaries they need to set in order for whatever they are trying to reach to attain it, to reap the harvest of it, to partake in the blessing of it. It's work to do it. So if you're not ready to till the ground, so when you till ground and you got to really like say you're planting food and there are seasons where you got to do certain things. You got to keep certain bugs away from it. You may have to shield it from certain temperatures and sun or weather like hard, hard, too much rain. You got to protect that ground. So there's a certain way that you have to behave for this season so that in the harvest season, you can eat the fruit. If you're not... Some people are like, I'm not trying to be out there in the rain. It's raining. You go do that. Some people, I'm not trying to be in the dirt. Ugh, that's dirty. I'm not trying to wait. I don't want to wait for the process. Can we just go to the store and buy it? You're not ready. And that's okay. And that's okay. But I'm not, if you don't want to get dirty, because it's work to reach certain goals and break certain mindsets and, you know, um, cast down certain thoughts. It, it can get messy. It's messy and it's work. And if you don't like that kind of work, that's okay. It's, pro it's probably somebody out there that is fine working with that. That's fine. It's just me. I'm not uh, called to that kind of attitude or mindset. So my calendar is open for, for discovery calls. So if you go to ZaraHarrison.com slash coach me, or you go to my website and you hit the help menu, scroll down to coach me, you can hit it. It explains all the steps, everything that you need to be prepared to do, what you have to do. You submit the form. When you submit the form, then you are able to schedule a discovery call. If anything in your form is found to be untrue, because we do look at the forms, it's looked at and we're looking for if you're not telling the truth on something. And we've had to tell people, you were not honest about this. Your call has been canceled. 
your form has been terminated because if you're starting off telling lies, yeah, that's not going to work. You know what I mean? You have to be honest. So we actually check that stuff before it even comes to me making a certain decision to even take the call. Just because you scheduled a call doesn't mean it may not be canceled. So one of the things we're asking on that form is, have you read this page? There are certain things in the form that shows whether you really read it or not. So if that form shows that your call will be canceled, yeah, it's that serious. Because I'm weeding out people who are not serious to find the ones who really are and to get the people out of the way for the people who are trying to come in who really are ready and dedicated and committed to the process that they're about to encounter. And so, yeah, you might feel like that's too much, but that's probably a sign that I'm not the match for you. And that's okay. I am too much for some people. And for other people, I'm just right. I'm just what they've been praying for. So I'm trying to get the people out the way who feel like it's too much for the people who have been asking y'all for this. Okay? So that is open. However, that calendar will close on March. I'm sorry. I think April 17th, I believe. I believe. April 17th, that calendar, that is the cutoff for me taking discovery calls to consider you for a Coach Me partnership. So I call it a partnership because I'm partnering with you. I'm not doing it for you. I'm going to become your partner on the road to this thing that you say you want to do. I'm partnering up. You have a certain thing, which is the problem and the goals. And then I have a certain thing, which is the resource and the experience. We come together and then we're going to go ahead to it and reach that thing. And then I'm going to hope you make it to the end of the weeks and you see the harvest. And I'm going to be clapping and jumping with you that you did it. You broke free from a cycle. You broke free from a certain mindset. You broke free from a toxic relationship. You did it. Like, I'm going to celebrate with you, but it's hard, hard work. You got to be committed. You got to be diligent. And I'm really, really not playing with that. Okay. And so if you are, if that sounds like you, what I've talked about, the the hard work, the diligence part, the when I talked about tilling the ground and you don't mind getting a little dirty, you don't mind setting up boundaries and protection to protect your crop, which is that thing inside that y'all is trying to get out of you. You're ready to do all that work and you're really committed. You have go to ZaraHarrison.com slash coach me, fill out your information. Then you can schedule a discovery call on the discovery call. It's a 15 minute session where I'm just trying to get to know you and see if what you put on a form is true. Just kind of just kind of hear from your heart, out of your abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Try to see, you know, where you are. And then after that, I take those people that submitted that information, the discovery calls that I've had. I go to y'all and I ask y'all to show me who you are saying is a match for me to work with who you are saying this is the season for them. Sometimes it's not the season for you. I've had people who did discovery calls at all those steps. It wasn't the season for them. It wasn't the season for them. It was clear from Yah, the Ruach, or just experience, it was clear this ain't the season for you, this ain't the time. And I had to tell them no. They stuck with it. They still use resources. I could now, I now start to see some kind of change happening in you, 
they do a discovery call again, they're like, I ain't going to give up, which is a great sign that you don't give up. Um, we have a discovery call and then I say, you know what? You ready now. Okay. And they're so happy and we do it. So if you do the discovery call and it's not a fit, try your best not to be offended. I know you might feel a little hurt, but try not to be offended. Don't get mad at me. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just trying to do the right thing, even for you. If it's not the right season for you and I do it, I could mess your life up because you're doing something out of season. You know what I'm saying? Um, so try not to get offended. Try to keep don't because some people have gotten so mad that they unsubscribe from my YouTube. They unsubscribe from my email list and they tell me I'm unsubscribed from you because I just don't like that you did. And I try to tell people from the jump, like, look, I can't just take everyone that submits a request that just that wouldn't even be wise of my time to just that's not even considerate of my time or other people's time. I don't want to be so overloaded that I can't really give what I need to give. So. You can't really think just because that you do a discovery call that means that you're gonna it's gonna be a match. That's not true. So it could be that it's not a match ever, or it could just be a match. It's not this season. You know what I mean? But please don't take offense if you if you do that. Like that that hurts my heart when people take offense to that. Um, and it kind of you know it's not good for you or for me. So just. Thank you for the opportunity. Ask y'all to show you your next step. So what do I need to do different so that this, it is the season or, you know, whatever. Take that up with y'all, basically. Don't take that up with me. Um, yeah, so after that, you do that and then we get going. And then you do, we do 17 sessions unless, it's usually 17 sessions unless it seems like it's some other issues or whatever going on, which may extend it or whatever. But, you know, I'll go through all of that when we uh, when we talk. But yeah, that's how that goes. So ZariHasson.com slash coach me. Um, and I think that's it. So yeah, Dilly Beloved for Teens this Sunday. Um, coach Me calendar is open again. So if you see Coach Me partnership, you might be like, oh, she looking for people to train? Not necessarily yet, but maybe in the future. Um, no, it's a partnership to work, to partner with you on reaching some goals in your life. Um, and that calendar for discovery calls would be closed on I think April 17th I'm pretty sure April 17th so that's that I think that's all I got to say all right I saw some comments popped up but some of the this thing is acting really strange it's like it's really just I can't I don't even see some of y'all comments because it's it's going away and then it's coming so I don't know what's going on uh Zara I tried to fill out the form but it won't allow me to check the boxes is there another way I can fill it out I'm trying to do it for me and my daughter so yeah, we've gotten some emails saying that you can't submit the form for some reason. And so we've listed three different steps that you should take if you can't, if you still can't submit the form. Follow those three different steps. So sometimes what the most high will do is he will cause things not to work for some people so that they have to work even harder to see if they really want it. Not for everybody, but for some people he will do that. So you may have to go to a library to another person's house, to find another device until you find it. And so there, there are certain security measures set up on my site. And so if you're having trouble doing something, it's recognizing something on your computer that's flagging my system to say, don't accept this from this person. And that's why that's happening. We don't change that. And so the only way that you can be considered for anything that requires a form is to submit the form. So you're going to have to ask y'all to show you another way to find a way to submit that form. 
And some people give up and they don't do it. And then they don't, you know, do the opportunity. But the people that they go extra mile and they figure it out somehow and then they get in there. So you have to figure it out. You know, that's, you have to submit the form. So if you're having trouble submitting the form, follow those three steps or, you know, ask the most high to show you what it is that you need to do or where you can go, or what you can use to get it done. Um, or sometimes it's the enemy keeping you from something. Sometimes the enemy wants to frustrate you so that you won't uh, get whatever it is that may come out of that thing. Nevertheless, it's going to require you to do the work, not me. So you got to figure out a way. I've left those steps on there. Um, and if you try those three things, some people don't even try all three things. They just try one thing and then they still say it doesn't work. But you have to find a way. You have to find a way because other people do. They, they have the problem and they find a way. All right. So that is it for this video. The three things that you want to look out for. I hope this light could come on at least one more time so I can close the video out with some light on. Um, three things that you want to look for, but y'all always stay lit. Always. You know what I'm saying? But uh, the three things you want to look for that are signs that this person is probably someone you shouldn't trust either seasonally or not ever. Thank you. The light came back on before I put the video out. All right. So I'm Zara Harrison, hoping you remember that love doesn't lie or expect you to live one. If I didn't see your comment, it's because something's going on with YouTube and it's not working out for me in that way. But until the next time, peace. Thanks for enjoying this podcast episode. Keep pressing to break free from toxic connections and or mindsets. Subscribe and join my email list at ZaraHarrison.com for more resources. Y'all bless.